Was that Miss Tiffany? May she rest? God bless her. Yes. God bless Tiffany. Yes. We now have Chloe, a strong, brave soldier. A strong woman in her own Mm -hmm. right. But yeah, we have to, we have to, icons are icons in this community. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate differences. Yes. Even Mm -hmm. though they are quite literally the same exact thing. Manic. Jumpscare. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi. We're Quinn and we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where Becca and I <laughs> get the way go, go, go. Openly discuss our shared delusions, passions, yeah. And love for each other. Uh-huh. Love for each other. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I was just listening to you. I forgot my lines. <laughs> no, I forgot my own lines. Well, like obviously. To... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, obviously, something is afoot here. Yes. <laughs> Danger, I would say. And not just the two things I have sitting under me. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Shut up. So if you couldn't tell from Quinn's impression mm-hmm. slash, I don't know, artistic take on. It was kind of good. I've never tried it before. It's the, Her speaking voice is definitely hard. Mm-hmm. We are here today to do another deep dive. Mm-hmm. This time on the sweetener era of Ariana Grande. I am appropriately dressed in my sweetener merch. Believe God. God is a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm going to try to not sing too much this episode, guys. <laughs> it's Becca's soundtrack. Okay. This is like the soundtrack to her life. <laughs> Literally, I listen to sweetener as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I humanly mm-hmm. can. Um, yes. So Quinn, I, I mean, there's not too much background really to cover because the sweetener era is a specific and like period in time. So mm-hmm. I can't be like, when was the first time you encountered the sweetener era? But I guess mm-hmm. like, did you hear the music as soon as it was coming out? Like, what is your relationship to kind of to like this period of Ariana? Yes. God is a woman or no. Um, no Tears Left to Cry is the first single. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was I've come around on it I was not a huge fan of it when it first came out okay I what else is coming out in 2018 like what else was I should have looked this up but like what else was going on in the music landscape because I definitely enjoyed Ariana Grande let me see um, uh golden hour oh uh, yeah um some st- I know that like okay Astroworld I guess if you count that swimming Mac Miller uh what just came out oh it was it was the Lion King soundtrack that was oh. kind of a big thing that summer sure yeah um I might have also still been in like my show tunes era okay like I feel like I was way more into like show tunes at this point as well Sophie released an album in June of 2018 uh I wasn't that cool yet, but mm-hmm. I wish I was. Um, did <laughs> I only start listening to Golden Hour after it won the Grammy? I forget. But um, 
Yeah, so I just wasn't super into No Tears Left to Cry when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was much more into God as a Woman. Yeah. And I don't think I, like, listened to the album when it first came out, but, like, after, at some point, I was like, okay, because I have on Spotify, I've done a bunch of, like, deep dives on my own time into, like, an mm-hmm. artist's entire discography. I love to, like, go back and just listen to everything an artist has Ooh. and just make a playlist of all the songs I like. Mm-hmm. And so I do have that with Ariana. Yeah. It might be called Ariana Run Pop. I forget what the playlist is called. Sometimes they have good names. Um, oh, Ariana it's Ariola Run-, Run Pop. Oh, nice. <laughs> and the and icon Ariola. is that from that one episode of Victoria's. <laughs> Where she bald. bald. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, my Lady Gaga one is called Just Some Songs by an Italian Girl from New York. <laughs> um, five two girl from New York. Did so, you watch yeah. Victoria's, by the way? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't like... No, I saw like a good amount of the episodes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like with like children's television, I wasn't like, I never, I never treated like what was going on Nickelodeon and like Disney as like appointment television, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. Like I wasn't like seated at like Fridays at seven or whenever a new Victorious came on, but I feel like I do. I have seen most of the episodes of Victorious. Yeah. I've definitely seen all of them. Wolfo. But, like, my Showtunes era does kind of help me because Ariana Grande, before she was Kat Valentine, baby, mm-hmm. she was, I believe her name was Hannah. In 13. Yeah, in 13, the musical. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah which I did when I was 14. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So, playing against type a little bit. But, um, and so, yeah, I had done 13. And, like, obviously by that point, Ariana Grande was, like, already, like, a pop star a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, she was big because of that. And I also loved, I loved, like, was Indio, Indio's Dangerous Woman, right? Yeah. Dangerous Woman, obviously, is, like, an amazing, like, pop album. Yeah. It's Ariana Grande's Born This Way. Like, I mm-hmm. very, I see those two albums as, like, a very similar thing. Like Her vocals just shined. Yeah. They're fun. So They're, like, fun pop albums. I, by no means, I'm not one of those people who thinks um, either Born This Way nor dangerous woman are either the artist's best albums no, like come on guys so let's let's be honest yeah. like let's be, let's be honest or maybe just i'm just looking critically. at different criteria and stuff um but yeah but i've always i've always enjoyed ariana grande but sweetener was like i remember also sweetener being like okay she's like the biggest star in the world yeah yeah like i feel like totally. this whole sweetener into like thank you next she was the biggest star and like that was her turn to be like the biggest star in the world yeah and she was yeah she was definitely like the most significant celebrity of that time yeah for sure Mm -hmm. but becca obviously Mm -hmm. this is like such an impactful (laughs) era for you yeah i I, need to know what's going on oh my god this is like your second oh my god is this like no yes oh wait no you're going into senior year or no are you going into college oh yeah i'm going into college oh so post-diagnosis yep yeah i have diabetes at this point you have diabetes she released an album called sweetener (laughs) kind of sick of her but i know literally i'm like girl i get it i get it girl i had just got the dexcom another (gasps) stainless item which i i just realized we're gonna have to look into that (laughs) 
was so funny. Deep dive on the Dexcom. Oh my God. Um, Us being like, so here's how it works. Yeah. So here's how the technology is. We explain Um, diabetes. (laughs) Literally. Oh God. If we can secure Nick Jonas, just saying we should try. Okay. Um, Or SD at least. All right. (gasps) SD Heim. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's somebody else famous who has Nick Jonas. There's many people, for sure. We'll hunt them down anyway. Yeah. Um. Okay. So yes, it's the summer 2018. I just turned 18. I just got my pump and my Dexcom, so I am comfortable doing a lot of activities again. I'm feeling great. Mm-hmm. Um. And this is the summer on June 25th, going into the 26th which is Ariana's birthday, the 26th, Mm -hmm. I bleach my hair and become platinum blonde for the first time. Oh my God. Yes. That's crazy. So this sets me up for No Tears Left to Cry, Mm -hmm. which it did come out earlier than that, but I didn't, I I really did not listen to it until summertime. Because I always loved Ariana. Like, I always thought she was awesome and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was no super fan at this point. Mm-hmm. It really is the sweetener era that did... F- like, I was obsessed with her. Everything she did, every post on Instagram she posted, I reposted. Mm-hmm. Um, the color lilac already meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it means so much more now. It becomes more significant. Yes. And... So I was just like also just having the best summer ever. I wasn't working because um, I just wasn't. Mm-hmm. I had like my summer off the whole thing. And I was just hanging out with Lauren and my friend Libby all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a little bit of a klepto phase. <laughs> Sue me. I thought you were going to say like a situation ship. No. I have romance. never. No, that was not part of Sweener era to me. No, Mm-mm. it can't Mm-mm. be. No, friendship, friendship. Um, yeah, I. So yeah, so t- no tears left to cry. I was like, I remember the first time I heard the. Ah, I was like, whoa! <laughs> your soul has levitating out of your body. <laughs> Literally, I was in my little car, which would, in the future, be named Sweetener. Yeah. Was, yeah 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 she had no name at this point she was nobody she was a flop mm-hmm. um she was shaking on the highway after i named her sweetener she survived many many long years many crashes <laughs> many crashes a crash <laughs> so many times okay but yeah so basically i was at the at the peak of my life when mm-hmm. sweetener happened um and it made me love like this good music even more also like this like the sound that sweetener has that we'll sort of dive into in a little bit Mm -hmm. and like the aesthetic of it was just really just mashing up perfectly the time i met it was an energetic alignment Mm -hmm. is all i can describe it as yeah um so it sat it sat so right with me and my soul Mm -hmm. and that's kind of why i guess the background of why it's so meaningful to me because then i would eventually go to college with it and it was like a little piece of home i listened to it all the time in college um, and I felt really good about myself then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Well, in terms of like what my life, cause I, I didn't give a lot of context. I was looking back right. on like 
my photo album is how I like my photo album on my phone is how I tell like what was going on in my life me too junior year was kind of a dark time because it's my junior year of high school going into my senior year Mm -hmm. and I don't know junior is very much like the adolescence of high school it's terrible yeah like it's like it's like the in-betweener a little bit Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. everything starts to feel real yeah (laughs) you go oh it's really real um and so yeah and I was in a really I was in a really bad like top three least favorite shows ever that I've ever been a part of that summer um what was it it was when I did Evita it was terrible (laughs) yeah I have so many stories but it it was it was just a bad time (laughs) it it was terrible it's probably is it the show I've come closest to quitting probably yeah uh yeah I'm like I'm not a quitter so I don't like even though I should be I should learn to quit things but um, (laughs) I'm very much I've never been a quitter when it comes to like theater and stuff and so um -hmm. yeah but that's one of my least favorite shows I ever did um and then the other thing I did see is this was the summer I did the civil rights road trip (laughs) okay (laughs) rock on rock on I was seeing the sights Oh, and that was crazy because that's actually a set of act parallel to the period I just went through where I didn't have a phone for a little bit because I did that whole trip without a phone. Oh, God. Because my phone like broke right before. So I had my Apple Watch, which dark time when I had an Apple Watch. Anyway. Yeah, you used to. You did have an Apple Watch. I did. I did. Whatever happened to that one? It broke and. It's a it's a thing of synchronicity in my life. I don't think I was meant to have it anymore. Wow. What's your Mercury <laughs> sign again? Sagittarius. Wow. Okay. Cause I think things just break. What do you mean? Well, oh, technology. Yeah. Yeah, I have like a bad thing with technology. I was thinking I thought today is Mercury in retrograde because the little like adapter I have in my car dongle for the auxiliary to the lightning, it was mm-hmm. like it's like short circuiting and so I have to like do like this with it to like get it to play my music on like actual full volume Uh, oh my god it's just like all the technology in my life is breaking and I'm just trying to avoid it um yeah at all points in time that's um and so yeah but yeah so I'm kind of going through a little bit of a floppy time Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh because famously 2019 is when my flop era starts so I think I think oh, we're going up to the flop era. Pre-flop. Yes. But but dwindling there. It's not it's not a fast ascent. I gotcha. Yes. It was Decent. like there were signs of flop. There were some signs of slay. And so mm-hmm. um, and even in the flop era, there was like a little bit of slay, but you gotcha. Know. <sighs> I was just slaying hardcore. It's also when I discovered how to do my fake tan. So uh, I was definitely the most beautiful I've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> I was I also funny. Me, have you ever been like fake? Have you ever been into like big fake tanning while we've had like a relationship together? A few times, but not really during school. I don't do it as much. Mm, yeah. Um, so if you're tanning in Pittsburgh, it's like, okay, yeah. where'd you get that? Well, for like, <laughs> how did you get that? <laughs> how did you do for, that? For graduation, I had fake tan on. Really? Yeah, but it's subtle because I'm so pale. Yeah. I just look normal with fake tan. Yeah, I um, I have like, a weird relationship with tanning because I've never really done it, and so like, it's not something I've ever like 
romanticized for myself if that makes sense it's pretty easy to do I'm just talking about like the foam you put on your body yeah but some people are like like some people are like big into like tanning and I'm like I don't I don't care that much yeah because also I like at some point in my life I just have to accept the fact that I'm just like meant to be fair Mm -hmm. yeah naturally and I kind of like like I kind of like paleness as like an aesthetic maybe I should lean into it like when people are like like I like like I like my features like like well you know not all of them but like you know I I generally really enjoy the fact that I have like dark hair and like pale skin and blue eyes like I think it's like a cool mm-hmm. yeah little yeah. mix anyway nice. all right <laughs> the next one well, you said like isn't it a rule that Italians have brown eyes <laughs> I thought another I one of my thought. favorite things Becca's ever said on the podcast and I thought it was true I thought I, it was truthful for that and you might be I don't know they definitely have brown hair this Italian has blue eyes <laughs> But you're also Irish. So, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Don't lie. Don't that's lie. My, that's against my HIPAA. That's HIPAA, ma'am. Um, <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think we're ready to throw a little breaky poo. Yeah. yeah. I think so. We'll take it to a break and then we'll come back and discuss sweetener in even more detail. Mm-hmm. What kind of Scooby Doo ass? That was crazy. I think that's the thing when somebody gets scared, they like sneeze. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe if you're a cartoon character, oh. it's fine. Oh. She gagged me a bit. She gagged me a bit, Your Honor. My bad. <laughs> I will oh my release God. my grip. <laughs> okay. So now we will dive into the making of the sweetener era. Mm-hmm. So. Quinn, you did a lot of good research on the timeline of this. That, mm-hmm. um, if you want to lay that out really quick, sure. Yeah. So, development. Yeah. The album begins in 2016, and mm-hmm. something I wrote in the <laughs> in the notes <laughs> yeah. I really like is I say super villain and all around flop. Scooter Braun said the album had yeah. a quote more mature sound, and I definitely agree with this when talking about mm-hmm. her. Um, when talking about Ariana's development. I Mm -hmm. say I always say that Ariana Grande's music has like progressively gotten better um except for maybe positions yeah yeah yeah, that's what I was about to say but um (laughs) I have I have come around a lot on positions um me too I think too and yeah and I think I think yeah sweetener thank you next and positions as like three bodies of work Mm -hmm. are very interesting so interesting right I think it's hard because and I guess we'll that's put the cart before the horse because like there is that little bit of time like obviously there was like sweetener and then thank you next like right on its heels and so that kind of shook the Mm -hmm. girls up um yeah and then positions was like a couple years after and it it felt like she didn't really progress like sonically but definitely like subject wise she had progressed and so Mm -hmm. so now like all three of them together like I feel like if you listen to all three of them like you just took three hours and listened to all of them like right in a row it would be like a really cool experience i should do that i should yeah. get super high and do that one time <laughs> oh yeah. my god um, that's was exactly like, what i brown... thought as well in my mind <laughs> okay cool <laughs> um scooter brown is the scariest part of anything ariana related 
Mm. I know we're not at the jump scares yet, but it is scary. But um, definitely the sound of this is so interesting. What were you going to say? Scooter is just like, like, I, I know him. he exists and I like, I, I know him more for like the tailor of it all. Yeah. I know he was also, he's also the reason Ghost is on Thank You Next, right? Yeah, he, he like forced her to put it on. Which is a crazy thing, which we'll kind of get into yeah. a little bit later. Um, it's also a song that I tend to skip. Yeah, because it's very sad. I don't want to be sad. Yeah, yeah, it's very sad. Um, <laughs> and yeah, fully crazy because I didn't. Yeah, I mean, we'll get yeah. to that. But yeah, um, yeah, he's he's interesting because I I, mm-hmm. I obviously know about him mostly through like the Taylor of it all. I think um, I first knew him from Justin Bieber though, because he's like known as being like. Yeah, I obviously know him of Justin Bieber. I probably did know him about for like Taylor Swift first though, but because oh, okay. I don't even know that much about him, like I don't know what. Like, first of all, why are you as a grown man calling yourself Scooter? Like, <laughs> it's scary. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He Scooter just would be like a good though. non-binary name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like, uh... like I'm fighting tooth and nail. I'm fighting tooth and nail and Scooter. <laughs> and Scooter. <laughs> Scooter. Oh. Scooter, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> Scooter, get back here. Scooter, what um, are they doing? See, it works. So what well. are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, but yeah, Pharrell produced this mm-hmm. album, which I yeah. think is why it has like that more mature sound. Also, just like mm-hmm. it's doing like weird things that Ariana really has never done before. Yes. Um, it's not hyper pop by any means, but it's like dreamy pop. And mm-hmm. she like wasn't really doing that as much before it was like mm-hmm. very classic pop before this yeah. so yeah is max is max martin on dangerous woman who produced dangerous woman um i know jack antonoff was related to it somehow mm-hmm. but it definitely could have been max martin because that but like jack antonoff is another one like like dangerous woman has a very kind of um you're right more traditional pop sound yeah and this one definitely has like a um more kind of RMB influence, mm-hmm. even though anyway, something I learned through one of my classes that RMB is just what they called pop music by like black people basically as like a marketing right. tool. Um yeah. but anyway, but like I would say there is something a little bit there's like little sonic nuances, I would say, in RB that are like legitimate outside of mm-hmm. like the race of the person who's you know performing it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um yeah. And so, yeah, so I do think that Pharrell kind of puts that, you know, spin on it a little bit. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And- yeah. So like, oh, my God, Audible Images, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I'm looking up. I'm looking up the producer. Yeah. Max Martin, mm-hmm. second person, second like credited producer. Yeah. So cool. it has it has that sound it's of like dangerous woman, I should say, was of that world. Whereas like, mm-hmm. you know, Max Martin and Pharrell make but they both make pop music, but they make very different pop music. Yeah, very much. All right. Well, yes. So then No Tears Left to Cry obviously came out in I didn't realize it was April 20th, 420, mm-hmm. 2018. Yeah, I thought that was fun. What a too. day. What a day. And then later she announces on the Jimmy Fallon show that the album will be sweetener and it's coming well that's mm-hmm. when she first talks about it at least maybe she doesn't first announce it there but i remember watching that um and then i know that i think on twitter before god is a woman came out i think that um the full video of 
uh, Raindrops came out. When Raindrops That's, fell. Because I, I re-listened the album. That's such a beautiful... It's so pretty. And she dedicated it to the Manchester victims, which was really <gasps> yeah, beautiful. Yeah. 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 What a what a truly horrible thing that happened. Literally. That's also a huge thing about this album is like, oh, it's her first album back from that, like sort of hiatus and like kind of trying to heal from that because what oh, a crazy yeah. thing to go through. Yeah. Yeah. And this girl could not catch a break. Bro. This girl no. could this girl, they were not like the universe was not letting her breathe during this time. Literally. She is this no, she's not. This wasn't her Saturn returns, right? What'd you say? This wasn't her Saturn returns, right? She's in that like right now. Oh, but it's it's when you're 27. Like 27 she, to 29. Yeah, she might have nah, yeah. So like a little young for a Saturn returns, but who's to say she didn't start early? Yeah. Frankie Grande is only her half brother. Yeah, same mommy. Uh, what? Yeah, I know. Damn. That's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Frankie. But yeah. So yeah. No Tears Left to Cry. And then she announces mm-hmm. the album title is Sweetener. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then God is a Woman comes out on July 20th. Um, and then obviously the album comes out August 18th which mm-hmm. I'm at school at that point. And it debuts absolutely phenomenally. Mm-hmm. People are loving it. Um, I think also the God is a Woman music video did a lot of things to people. Yeah, I do remember that being huge. She was also, she was really Twitter famous at this point. Mm-hmm. Like her tweets were just everywhere, I feel like. It kind of felt like, it kind of felt like, she had just like ballooned on it. Like she was, she was obviously like pop star, but like there was mm-hmm. something about this time that really just like, she was the most famous person in the world. Yeah, absolutely. She felt like the most famous person in the world. Yeah. Especially due to her romantic life at the time. Now this is probably the thing I remember most about the era, which a little problematic me being like, Oh, I remember her. It's okay. But like, I think it was, just, everybody was so surprised by like the Pete Davidson of it all. Yeah, they really were. Because it's like such an odd couple. Yeah, but she it's kind of her type is like these tattooed, like mm-hmm. goofy looking guys. Yeah, I guess. And mm-hmm. so she said that um, like she started loving him when he, she first met him. I think it was like in 2015 or 2016. On yeah, Saturday Night Live. Like, yeah. One of her first like SNL performances, she like did something with Pete and she was like, oh, I'm going to marry him. Yeah, and then boom, she almost did. Literally. <laughs> so when they first kind of get together, they're both coming out of long-term relationships. I don't mm-hmm. know. I did not care to read the name who Pete was dating at the time. It was Larry David's daughter. <sighs> Larry David yeah. the panty dropper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. wow, wow yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So if she had anything of like the sexual magnetism of her father, then... Mm-hmm. You know Ariana's putting something crazy down to get yeah <laughs> to pull to, Pete to get on Pete's mind. Anyway, mm-hmm. he also um, dyed his hair. He bleached his hair blonde as well. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then of course Ariana Grande comes out of like a three, three and a half year relationship with Mac Miller. Mac Miller, yeah, very long. Yeah, so was, yeah, long time. Again, we have to talk about the supervillains. Gouda Braun mm-hmm. introduces mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And their first date was actually playing Quiplash. How fun. 
which like what I a love regular thing Quiplash. to do is like celebrities. I know. Yeah, Quiplash is such a fun game. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, Jackbox, wow. a Stanless it's, Laureate perhaps. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I think so. She's on her way. <laughs> She's on her way. Um, <laughs> like they make one like one more fun game and we're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, they were just paying Quiplash. What a regular mm-hmm. thing to do. Um, yeah. And then something I truly think is demented is that they start dating and get engaged before literally their relationship is public. Oh wait, they were engaged that early? Yes. Wow. From like the research I did, I, I think they were fully like because they weren't like openly dating, but like Ariana Grande just fully had an engagement ring on. Oh my God. Wow. Well, that's possible. She yeah. definitely didn't tell anyone till later for a little bit. Like, oh, yeah. They were dating for like a long time before they went like yeah. actually like public and started like their whole claiming each other. But there was a lot of speculation, I remember. That they were dating? Yes. I don't know. I don't really recall what the process was. I mm-hmm. just remember like just seeing them like paparazzi everywhere. And yeah. I knew that like when No Tears Left to Cry came out, like Mac Miller like tweeted about it and was like, so glad you're back, whatever. I think that at that point they were still like friends, but they had broken up. Mm-hmm. And so she was single for like, in my mind, a, f- a little bit. And then what's with Pete? But also something that's interesting about Ariana and Pete, I'm pretty sure that's where Big Dick Energy came from. Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. yeah Ariana yeah. got coined Big Dick Energy. Yeah. Which Talking is about crazy. Pete Davidson. Yeah, because now, like, there are songs about big dick energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. And that was, like, a huge, like, that was, like, a huge... It was everything. Like, everybody was talking about who had big dick energy, who had... Literally. You know, not big dick energy. Yeah. So it's crazy to think about Ariana and Pete being the catalyst of that. She's a meme starter. Mm-hmm. They were really cringy on social media, though. Yeah. I do like, remember I didn't starting like to get into their stuff. There. Yeah. Because it was just all so fast. It did happen really fast. Like every, like they, they started dating. They literally started dating, got engaged, broke up within three months. Wait, that soon? Yes, they dated for three months. Oh my God. Like publicly. That's crazy. Yeah, I guess that is true. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, and so like that wow. was just a three month arc. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, yeah, because then in October it is that they split up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's right after the passing of Mac Miller, mm-hmm. which obviously devastates her. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that's like, it's like the worst thing to go through. Oh yeah. With someone who probably was her actual soulmate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know. Terrible. I just don't know much about the Ariana Grande and like the Mac Miller of it all. They were. I know like the way, obviously, but they. I mean, as an observer of the relationship, it seemed like they were truly, truly in love. Mm. And like the way they talked about each other, even after the relationship, and how they were still friends, just ga- always gave me they're gonna get back together vibes. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Obviously, that cannot happen anymore. Mm-hmm. But the song Ghosting obviously is about him. Yeah. Yeah. That like that that these new questions about Ariana Grande's relationship to Pittsburgh because Mac Miller, one of Pittsburgh's favorite sons. 
Well, yeah, I'm sure that she's been. Well, she has been, but the oh, concerts, 100%. concerts there. I remember when the Thank You Next tour was going around. There was a video of her crying at the Pittsburgh concert, and people thought it was because of how Mac was from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's sweet. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, it's obviously like it's kind of like I feel like because there wasn't like like mac dying was like kind of like the catalyst for the relationship ending because it's like just think about what ariana was like going through in that moment like you can't like be in a relationship during that yeah especially like like something new like yeah if they had been dating for like a year or something maybe they stay together but like the fact that they're dating for three months like they are engaged but (laughs) yeah (laughs) neither here nor there yeah also that's um, when a lot was going on with I think Pete's mental health and like on Instagram and stuff like mm-hmm. I don't know so that was just a lot it seemed like that need to end yeah because like it's like because again you're dating the most famous person in the world yeah yeah it's gonna be hard because like I feel like I feel like I feel like not not that I think he did it for this reason because I don't think he's somebody who operates in this way but I think he definitely like like dating Ariana Grande brought a certain level of clout yeah for sure yeah definitely Mm -hmm. but then he started dating um kate beckinsale like right after they broke up so Mm -hmm. that was kind of i don't know he's a scorpio she's a cancer it's gonna be rocky but it's gonna be that's like a lot actually yeah yeah i feel like are scorpios and cancers like good pairings i know they're both water signs but i don't see that going well so it really depends, I think. Um, as someone who has parents who were a Cancer and a Scorpio and <gasps> my parents are divorced, I would say it's you have to definitely work with it. But the, if the yeah. energies are both aligned, I think then it can be a nice water sign pairing. Especially um, male, especially male Scorpio and female Cancer. I could see yeah. I could see male Cancer and female Scorpio working really well together. That might be. But best friends being Cancer and Scorpio is like Oh, I think yeah. that's a great, that's great, actually. Like, like Macy and I. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. Yeah, you got it. You and Macy are like the Scorpio Cancer. Bestie duo. Exactly. Like, you would see us on like an Instagram astrology page. Yeah, very much. For sure. Okay. Well, with all that being said about Pete, let's put mm-hmm. him away. Yeah. Because there's only so much I can say about that man. Kim Kardashian a couple months ago. <laughs> let's put, <laughs> let's him, put away. him away. <laughs> okay so Uh something uh i've kind of alluded to is like the fact that the sweetener era has such a specific aesthetic that i was really Mm -hmm. attracted to yeah is part of what made it so it's just very me um stars and moons it's very dreamy it's like Mm -hmm. clouds and stuff also obviously the bleach blonde hair ariana doing that and then me doing that yeah and then also oh go ahead there's something um, also not in like a pejorative way, but there's something basic about it. Like, it's just kind of like, like it's all this stuff, but like not with like a big fanfare a little bit. It's there's a simplicity to all yeah. like the aesthetic a little bit. Yeah. It was very like clean and like, yes, clean. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely minimalist in like a cute way. Like it's not doing like spectacle. No. And it kind of matches, it, it kind of matches Ariana in that way. Cause with, with like the soft tones and all that kind of stuff, like, for sure. You know, yeah. It could go further, but it's choosing not to a little bit. Absolutely. And it also went great with that time of year, summertime, 
Such a cute little summer album. And it's uh, re-listening to the album. It's very joyful. Yeah, it's it's literally about being in love, having fun. It's a completely joyful album. Yeah, and just hanging out basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then along with this, I will say that the creative team behind the era is truly stellar. Um, obviously, we talked about how Pharrell is producing, mm-hmm. and then. Um, Dave Myers is also directing music videos. Dave Myers is probably like one of the most accomplished music video directors ever. Mm-hmm. And what he delivered with the No Tears Left to Cry music video, the CGI is a little wonky sometimes, I feel like, but mm-hmm. it's generally pretty great. Yeah. Um, and then he would go on to like work with Ariana Bunch, like in the positions music video and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um then also what's going on jointly is that Nicki Minaj is about to release Queen, which is what I would say Nicki's best album is. Mm. And so we're getting collaborations from both girls. We got bed from Nicki and the light is coming from Ariana and mm-hmm. their like bestie status is like, so again, just peak and like at the front of everything at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And then also Victoria Monet is concreted into bestie status with ariana and is doing a lot of songwriting for her and it's i did not know they were like friends oh yeah besties and victoria is like a huge part of the writing of thank you next the album really she is one of the seven rings girls victoria oh really yeah wait does she say their name does she say names in the song no but in the music video like the seven friends that the story is about Oh, she's in it. Like Victoria, yeah, Victoria's one of the. Also, Taylor Parks, who is another songwriter, <gasps> especially. Who I played, saw. She was um in Hairspray the movie. She was little Inez. That's Taylor Park. That's Taylor Park. That is Taylor Parks. Literally. Icon. Yeah, I know. Wait, because I saw her open for when I saw Lizzo. She was the opener. Really, I love her music. Yeah, I really yeah. like. Yeah. Again, another yeah. opener where I was like, I love this. Her song yeah. Slow Dancing is very good. Um, What's the song? I like, I like, I like slow dancing. It's like, um, it's like sexuality, but with friends. Oh, oh, what is that song? Homie, homie sexual. Homie sexual. Homie sexual. Yeah. yeah. It's so goofy. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she was yeah. super. Yeah. I can. Yeah. yeah. She is little. I know. Literally. <laughs> I know. When I discovered it, I was like, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, damn, icon, yeah. <laughs> <Damn>. icon, <laughs> icon. Yeah, because I knew Ta- I knew Taylor Parks was really big in writing. Thank you, next. Um, yeah, and yeah, Victoria yeah. Monet. I should listen to Jaguar. I heard that was like one of the best albums that's come out in like the past five years. It's great. It's really good. Mm-hmm. The song "Moment" is like I'm like wow, and also the song "Experience." Wow. And yeah. her and Ariana are like best best friends. Mm. So yeah cool my favorite thing about victoria monet is when she tweeted out from her own genius video like new meme pack just dropped and then it's like like, like... people were like memed it about (laughs) that like it somehow became one it's like oh my god it's like she got her goal but not in the way she thought she was going to yeah she got clowned on but she did succeed yeah (laughs) so can we blame her more than one way to skin a cat (laughs) that's what i always say um exactly um so Quinn I have to know what are your favorites from <gasps> Sweetener album 
Oh my goodness. Let me pull up. The, I did listen. I did re-listen mm-hmm. in preparation. Yeah. Um, I really liked Raindrops on a re-listen. I love mm-hmm. the song Sweetener. Yeah. I love yeah. the song. Uh, the lyric, I like the way you lick the ball. Like, I like the way. Come on. Come on. Yeah, it's so good. I love good. that song. And then so good. Get it, 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 get it. Hit it, hit it. Every time I love that song. Back to you, back, back to you, you, back, back to, to you. you. Um, <laughs> just say goodnight and go. Oh, oh you know that's a cover oh, from Imogen. Yes, I knew. Yeah, I knew one of the. I knew one of Goodnight and Go or Get Well Soon, which is my another one of my favorites on the album. Um, is Get very- Well Soon is a cover. No, I thought oh. I like knew it was oh, either one and go okay, gotcha. or get well soon. Gotcha, and I was actually gotcha. just listening to a, I believe it was Las Culturistas where they were talking about Imogen Heap and how everybody kind of like shat on her when she was like a big thing. But now everybody looks back and they're like, she was super influential. Yeah, for sure. Um, I also really liked on a re-listen Borderline. It is pretty good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I love, that that's I love the most. Missy Elliott. People really don't like Borderline, but really? I don't agree with that. I think people also say that about Blazed, but I do like Blazed more than Borderline. But I like Blazed on a re-listen as well. Yeah. There was something between us. I can see him right now. Ugh, this album is perfect. Yeah. Well. Shh, shh. Be quiet. Shh, shh. I'll just talk about secret how I like the light is coming. Okay, <laughs> this on one you'll save. Okay, what's like? Okay, if you have yeah. to pick your, if you have to pick your top three from the album. Well, I good thing I've already ranked it. Okay. Me and Lauren did this when, we, when when Lauren and I were driving back from Pittsburgh. We was like, we need to listen to the whole album. We need to like definitively rank our favorites, and it was the hardest thing we've ever had to do. Yeah, I feel yeah. I did it with Renaissance the other day, and I was like, this is hard. It's so hard because mm-hmm. I would say, okay, the top three I have written down are No Tears Left to Cry, mm-hmm. Pete Davidson. I also love Pete Davidson. I forgot yeah, to mention that so one. Good. And Get Well Soon. Mm. And even though I literally have a tattoo related to the song Sweetener mm-hmm. with the salt thing, um, it is number four on my ranking. But that's but that's okay. how good the album. That's how good. That's how much the album means to you. That even the fourth <laughs> best song, in your opinion, deserves a place on your body. Yeah, forever and ever. Oh I my god! The ranking I did good. of emotion because emotion, Carly Rae Jepsen is like. That I feel would also like, be hard to rank. Yeah, to me, like what you, you must have felt with like Sweetener. Probably. There is something between us. Uh, yeah she was just also she looked so good during this album mm-hmm. like I'm looking at the album cover like wow her hair I loved it because I remember like when Focus came out which Focus was just a single I loved her hair in that music video and it was like the but Focus wasn't on this album right no Focus was on no album <gasps> Oh yeah, it was just a one-off. It was so random. Yeah, and that was like before that was. A th- I feel like that's more of a thing now. Focus. Yeah, we also need to talk about how that was the same song as Problem. 
it was the same. I always confuse them. Yeah. Focus on me. It just didn't have Iggy problem, on it. Problem. Literally. Which is crazy because Problem was like, it wasn't her first song, but it was like kind of her first like mainstream hit, I feel like. You think? What about Bang Bang? I feel like her first like her, like because Bang Bang, she was like. Riding featured. off Jesse J. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, baby, when when famously the best recording artist of all time, Miss Jesse J is on the track. <laughs> you will be outshone. <laughs> I have I have said with my full chest that Jesse J is the best recording artist of all time. And I believe she does deserve that just for recording Domino. <laughs> <laughs> Domino is one of the best songs ever created. Oh, oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. A thousand percent. Oh my God. It's it's so important to me, actually. Ah, Domino's so good. Wow. All right. Well, I think we've covered a lot mm-hmm. about the sweetener era. Yes. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we? No, I did look up my emotion rankings and I feel like I had the same exact like experience as you. I was like, this is crazy that I like ranked my children like this. I know it's, it's, it makes me sad to look at sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think about it. Yeah. But well, sweetener, I'm glad we went back. I had a very similar experience because with some of the things on this, I feel like I feel like something I really enjoy about the stand list, these like deep dives that like mm-hmm. we like named all of them, of course, but like going back and really like examining. So fascinating. It's so fun to do. Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So mm-hmm. we're gonna go take a little break, go giggle, go like some donuts even, and then when we come <laughs> back. We'll get into our segments. Yeah. 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 Guys, I'm scared. <gasps> Zutala! Oh. That's a French person, but scared. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, <laughs> Becca and I are back. And mm-hmm. so now we get into our little segments. Um... So we have a little jump scares that are related to the sweetener era. So Becca, is there anything about the sweetener era in particular that just, uh, uh, it's like, if you are walking down the, the, uh, the near the, um, the, I forget the English, uh, de Triomphe, um, you're walking down there and you see all these tourists and you are like, ah, oh, why are they in my country? Oh my god! Wait, what? wait. Why am I being? Why am I being? Okay. Why are they in my country? <laughs> country. We are in my country. <laughs> why are they in my country? I just watched a French. There's a French woman on making the cut, and so I, I like, I, I've been thinking about French, and so yeah. Okay. So Rebecca, what is something that scares you almost as much as the French are scared of tourists? Mm. So I just realized this might be something I brought up before, mm-hmm. but I will bring it up again because, yeah. um, also during this period, obviously Lauren was getting me super into iced coffee, mm-hmm. and I think I did actually say this, but I'll say it again, and again. Um, the iced coffee at Starbucks comes with classic sugar in it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should stop beating this drum. If you, I, I know because people need to know, mm-hmm. guys. When you order an iced coffee, it automatically comes with a bunch of sugar. So you need to say, "I don't want that. I don't want the classic syrup in that," mm-hmm. because what that does to a diabetic person 
who now has a Dexcom. So she gets alerted when her blood sugar goes high. She's like, <laughs> literally. Was that Miss Tiffany? May she rest? God bless her. Yes. God bless Tiffany. Yes. We now have Chloe, a strong, brave soldier. A strong woman in her own mm-hmm. right. But yeah, you know, we have to, we have to, icons are icons in this community. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate differences. Yes. Even mm-hmm. though they are quite literally the same exact thing. Unique. But- <laughs> that's what Tiffany yeah, was. So- and that's what Chloe is as well. Anyway. Yeah, so a lot of my days in the Sweener era were being ruined by those iced coffees, which I didn't know were doing me so dirty. Mm. Um, but we grow, we persist. Lauren, what is up, man? She had no idea. <laughs> I never blame my friend. <laughs> and I'm don't you ever say that again. <laughs> I never blame my friend. <laughs> <laughs> never blame my friend. That's why you or I can never do anything wrong. Exactly. So, Quinn, what was scaring you this week? Oh, about Ariana. <laughs> forever something that scares me so much actually is just the concept of being in a public relationship and then having to deal with a breakup in the public eye mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which ariana grande had to do a couple times during this era yeah um yeah because like because she breaks up with mac miller and they're like oh it's all good it's all chill and then a couple like weeks later she's like oh yeah it's toxic like she said it was toxic and i'm like yeah, because you're going through, like, stages when you break up. When I, the one time I've been through a breakup, uh-huh. I reached new levels of crazy. Wow. It's as if I woke up in the beginning of the day and said, okay, how am I going to cause pain in my life and the life of others? Like, how am I going <laughs> to, how am I going to wreak the most havoc possible? Oh, my God. Like, I was, I was crazy when, like, post-breakup. So Would like, you I constitute, cannot... were you, like, a bad person? Yeah. Wow. Not... Okay. I well. don't know. I was hurt. <laughs> I was hurt. Okay. okay. It is a time in my life. I look back on some of the actions I took, and I can recognize that that was a hurt person. Gotcha. And, of course, I'm dealing with it for the first time, and so you're going to fuck up. But the way I fucked up, I'm like embarrassed about, like, I don't mm-hmm. like to, I don't like to live my life with regrets. And yeah. I don't think it's anybody. I don't think it's anything that anyone is still mad about other than myself or mm-hmm. anything that like ended up really affecting anything. But I think it's gotcha. just, I just, it's something I look back on and I'm like, I'm embarrassed by how I acted, gotcha. but it's also like, you have to give yourself grace because like, like if I did that again, like it would truly be embarrassing, but like, right. I'm, I'm 18 it's the end of my first relationship. There's mm-hmm. so much more context there that I, I don't have the time to get into quite frankly. And so like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so like I, in that moment, I was like, when I read that about Ariana Grande, I'm like, I'm like, there's, I, I had a true amount of empathy for her. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, that must be a really hard fucking thing to go through. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And so, yeah, that was my jump scare. Just the thought of it. <laughs> Me, an empath. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we are now leading into our mid pissy moments. Yes. Anything slay, anything. I always, I always do that. I always say, the first thing I say is anything slay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anything slay, serve, or work. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So, <laughs> um, Becca is so the manic pixie moment is when, um, you are walking through Paris in the winter, 
Okay. And the tourists are gone. And there is death all around. Oh. And you just reflect as you see a single leaf fall. And you say, ah, I feel whole. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. What is, what is that moment for you with the sweetener? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I did have, I explained that on the night of June 25th, we, me and my friend Livy bleached my hair. But what I didn't explain is that June 25th was one of the best days of my life. And that is because um, we started, me and Libby hung out the whole day. We started by Mm -hmm. um, listening to No Tears Left to Cry, obviously. Perfect way to start the day. Exactly. We then went and got our first tattoos ever. Uh I got my star behind my right ear and my moon behind my left ear. Oh my God. Back of trivia. Back of trivia. Exactly. Coincidentally, (laughs) the, the moon on the left ear matches Ariana's moon. Which she had, and I didn't realize that. <gasps> That's crazy. Yeah. I also got my the Venus symbol my middle finger without realizing Ariana had the same thing. Ugh, I'm such a little. I'm so energetically aligned with her. Anyway, with her, you're, it's yeah. kismet. Yeah, it's crazy. So we got the tattoos, had good fun. Then we, I think we went and ate food or something. We we were trying to procure marijuana then because we wanted to see get snacks and see a movie and it was very hard we were like struggling then Livy reached out to like a friend of a friend or something we met them in the Walden Mart parking lot they gave it to us for free (gasps) because they're like oh like like the the friend owes me a fit like I owed them a favor like you're good wow so then we go to the movie theater we're trying to see the movie tag at 10 p.m. But we're a little late. So they've officially closed the theater. You cannot buy a ticket for the movie that is currently showing. They say, you gotta, you have to leave. <laughs> oh, you have to leave. Um, So we were like, oh, fuck. So we're just parked to the side of the building. We're like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Are we going to go back to someone's house? What's going on? And then we're also like kind of high, right? So we're like, mm. how do we get through this? <laughs> then I see people coming out. There's like the side movie theater door entrances. Mm-hmm. I see people start to come out that way, releasing from a movie. I'm like, Livy, go grab that door. She grabs the door. This is the first time we sneak into a movie. We do this many times over the summer. We discovered <laughs> if you just wait for someone to open the door at the side of the theater, you can just walk in. Yeah. And then go walk in to see a movie. I thought this no was one... supposed to be the most advanced security system. <laughs> in the world, but it's not. Um, so yeah. And then we bought some box dye, bleached my hair. It took many, many times. It was like 5 a.m. by the time we finished. Oh my God. Yeah. But it was like the best day ever. That's crazy. And you said, let's keep the party rolling. Let's keep the good time going. It was crazy though that I got tattoos behind my ear and then bleached my head. Oh yeah. (laughs) And you're high while all this is (laughs) happening. pretty much so getting bleach in a new tattoo is definitely frowned upon but anyway i made it through like i don't care yeah like a cool girl i don't care about things (laughs) i'm so cool guys but yeah so that was the kind of antics that sweetener air was giving me Mm -hmm. so quinn with that what was your manic moment relating to the sweetener era 
my manifesting moment I'm so happy I have a picture of this for this specific mm-hmm. moment I will embarrass okay. me well not embarrass myself well maybe okay <laughs> so shortly after sweetener released a couple months after I got in um I was in my first relationship ever mm-hmm. and so while I was with this um partner um they turned 18 because we were famously seniors in high school so that's kind of the age you're turning at that age mm-hmm. um fun fact their birthday is actually on 420 so so is my dog <gasps> their, their 18th birthday is on the release date of no tears left to cry that's amazing and teddy's yeah. birthday as well and who's teddy my dog teddy yes teddy icon yeah. <laughs> obviously icon <laughs> um and so <laughs> I made the, I got a concept in my head because I was actually just talking to my mom about this this week, but we talk about love languages, which maybe mm-hmm. we should do like for a little episode. Um, cute. But love languages, I think it's interesting how there's a difference between how you like receive love and how you give love. Mm-hmm. Because for me, like receipt, when it comes to receiving love, gift giving is like almost at the bottom Oh, really? Okay. Yes. Like, I'm not super into gifts, um, but I love giving people gifts. Mm. It's one of my great joys. I love making gifts. Oh, my God. So this, I got this, like, idea for this, like, almost newspapery kind of, like, paper mache type thing. And so I started to make that. And so I got a canvas that you would paint on. I'm going to try to like show this in a way. Yeah. So I got this canvas you would paint on mm-hmm. and I did like paper mache on it and I printed out, oh. I would go on word and I would type out all these different love song lyrics that reminded me of Aww. the person I was dating and I printed them out and I did like a full like paper mache thing. That's so cute. Yeah. And so they're all different sizes and literally what is in the top left hand corner but when life deals us cards, make everything taste like it is salt, then you come through like the sweetener you are to bring the bitter taste to a halt. Oh my God. What my tattoo is. Literally. Wow. And I was trying to, um, I was trying to see what else That's there so cute. are. Yeah. I was trying to see what else there are. Um, if there are any other sweetener lyrics on here or Ariana Grande. Um, wow. Yeah. So yeah, this is something I made one time. Um, I'm obsessed. Yeah. Something I do think is funny about the relationship is I gave that person like that and like a scrapbook. And I'm like, I wonder what they did with them. They probably still have them. Yeah. I'm sure they still have them, but I'm like, that's like such a, like I left like remnants. Like, (laughs) Oh, (laughs) <laughs> I pissed all over that book like I was like <laughs> no like they're just like there's just like I made like physical like ele- like elements artifacts to, yeah artifacts literally <laughs> um wow that this like I left this person to contend with anyway that's so cute though that you were um, so in love during the sweetener era yeah so yeah 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 I was going I was kind of me and Ariana were on a similar a similar vibe yeah for sure yeah because yeah yeah, because Thank You Next was, like, during my senior year. Mm. Thank you next. Next. Um, right. And so, yeah. Wow, everyone. The sweetener era. 
go Nasty listen to Sweetener if you yeah, go, haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, guys, Ariana the stream. She's a she's an upcoming <laughs> artist, and we're trying to get. Beck and I love to support people like that on this podcast. We love to use our yeah. platform to kind of spread the wealth a little bit. Yeah, yeah, with people who are ultimately less famous than us. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouts out. Ariana, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? Shout out to my friend Corey. We're always like, Ariana, what are you doing here? <laughs> Is it giving Arianka? <laughs> giving Ariani? Um, but yeah, Becca, where can people keep up with you? They can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, Twitter, Beck's Gloss, and mm-hmm. TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three. They can also find me doing whistle tones outside in public in the grass <sighs> trying quinn where can the people keep up with you individually you can find me at quimpy murphy mm-hmm. on instagram and tiktok you can also find me at quimpy murphy underscore on twitter and you can find me just being completely resentful of the fact that i do not to my knowledge or i've not unlocked a whistle register mm. it is one of uh, I have been very gifted in my voice, but I, I'm upset I'm not more gifted. Mm. Okay. Oh, and uh, Bika, where can people uh, follow the show if oh, they yes. are so inclined? Oh, okay. Um, please, uh, please follow Manic Pixie Jumpscare. It's... <laughs> I'm getting... I'm, okay, I have to drop it. Was it. No, it was going good. It was going good. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna be sick. You have to live through being bad to be good. <laughs> okay, it's true. Okay, I'll I'll recommit then. It's a uh, manic pixie jumpscare. It's a uh, uh, Instagram and uh, uh, please TikTok, please, and also uh YouTube, please. Thank you. Um, and please also follow the YouTube to see the podcast at um full length and uh exclusive content and uh. Enjoy, okay? And uh, email, please. Guys, I hope any of that was understandable. But yeah, yeah. anyway, follow you guys us. Know. You know, Listen to one of the other know. episodes if you're so like, inclined. Literally. Read yeah. the description. If people aren't reading the descriptions of these episodes, they're only going to the story. Yeah, I'd be kind of popping off on the descriptions. Quinn, like, your descriptions are so good. I like, I'd be them. popping off a little bit. <laughs> I'm like proud so of this. I'm like, I produce the descriptions. They're always so funny. Yeah. I love that. Anyway. All right. Well, we're, we're Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> we Becca. We Becca. And, and thank you. Merci beaucoup for, for listening. Oui, oui. Cat Valentine doing a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, my brother, he's uh, in the insane asylum. We didn't even talk about Frankie. And oh God, oh my, oh my God. God. Anyway, right. there's no time. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.